0: What is going on at Fox? I think I asked this question last week, but, you know, why is Fox ignoring 2,000 mules? That's the movie about the 2020 election by Dinesh D'Souza. I've seen it, and it's stunning. Uh, And I've decided since I saw it that Joe Biden did not win the election. Now, I could be wrong because Dinesh did a really good job of fooling me, but even if that is the case... Why wouldn't Fox put Dinesh on the air and let one of the hosts grill him? I, I I told you about the email that a producer sent to Dinesh, trashing him for having the nerve to insist that his name and the name of the movie be mentioned when a person involved with the movie was on Tucker Carlson's show. The arrogance of the producer was just unbelievable. Condescension. Anyway, since then, Dinesh tweeted, uh, a couple of days later, he tweeted that he and Carlson had talked about that, and Carlson told him that he had nothing to do with what that producer said or with his attitude. So here's a tweet from Dinesh today. Quote, several Fox hosts want to have me on to discuss the movie, but the network is blocking them. Incredibly, a quote unquote news network is blocking coverage of the biggest news story in the country. So you know that's my question. What's what's going on at Fox? Why don't they like this movie? Now, maybe the movie about a fraudulent election is a fraud. Then all the networks, not just Fox, should put it on the air and shoot it full of holes. That's good TV. You have this movie out there that somebody's making these what you think are crazy, wild claims. Then make a segment out of it. It's good television. It's very strange. Somewhere along the line, someone's going to link to the media who it was that blocked it and why. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk about the shooter in Buffalo. And Dr. John Lott will tell you how wrong the media and the Democrats, I know, same thing, have been about him and his motivation. And in our second half hour, the U.S. women's soccer team is going to be paid as much as the men. They're thrilled. So are liberals everywhere, including Joe Biden. And you know what? They don't deserve to be paid as much as the men. Stick around.
2: the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. Tired of always being the bridesmaid and never the bride? Author and matchmaker Jackie Dorman will help you discover the love you deserve with her Bride Bootcamp at lovestories.com. Being single has its own set of unique challenges, but you don't have to face them alone. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. When you join my 30-Day Bride Bootcamp at lovestories.com, you will get video teachings plus access to a vibrant community of women just like you ready to become brides. Discover the 30-Day Bride Bootcamp courses, coaching, and community at lovestories.com.
3: As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawoski, General Sales Manager at The Answer. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh,
1: we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew@salempittsburgh.com. At Salem Media is an equal opportunity
3: employer. The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
0: Well, Joe Biden went to Buffalo a couple of days ago to make sure that he could milk the tragedy of 10 people being murdered in a supermarket there over the weekend. And he took the opportunity to also make sure that he scored some political points by declaring white supremacy America's biggest problem. The media, of course, took the opportunity to tie the shooting to Republicans and conservatives at every opportunity. Uh, But they, they disregarded a lot of facts. And Dr. John Lott is president of the Crime Prevention Research Center. He deals in facts, and he joins us now. Good to have you on the show again, uh, John. Thank you.
4: It's it's great to talk to you again. Thank you.
0: So I'm sure you weren't surprised by how fast the Democrats and the media um, jumped on the opportunity here to include this shooter in their, I guess, long list of uh, right-wing mass murderers.
4: I mean, the guy refers to himself as an eco-terrorist. Uh, He calls himself a national socialist. Uh, He calls himself uh, a left-wing authoritarian. So I guess that makes him a right-winger. But, um, look, uh, you you know, it's not the first time. In fact, there's been a number of these uh, mass public shooters from New Zealand and El Paso and uh, Dayton and this guy in uh, uh, in Buffalo who are – Strongly motivated by their environmental concerns in doing these attacks, uh, they, the common thread has been uh, they're concerned about overpopulation. <clears throat> they're upset. They claim that minorities tend to have more kids than other people do, and that if you if people who have more kids are damaging the environment, and. Uh, You know, I don't, and you know, but you have places like the New York Times uh, going and attacking Newt Gingrich for supposedly being something like the intellectual godfather for this. I I dare the New York Times to actually show a quote from uh, from Newt about worrying about overpopulation and tying it to minorities in any way, Um, and this guy. uh, in his manifesto uh, explicitly uh, denies being a conservative. He he calls conservatives corporate tools and uh, says that corporations are as bad as the immigrants. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, I I assume what they do is uh, they see, well, the guy's a racist. Therefore, he's a conservative or something or a right winger. Um, and apparently they are unwilling to acknowledge that um you know you you have these environmentalists out there who are very racist.
0: Yeah, and and he's nuts. How yeah, about no, how about that?
4: Nuts. Yeah, no, completely nuts. <clears throat> but uh you know, it doesn't fit their agenda to go and uh and talk about how his racism is rooted in these nutty environmental rules, but you know we 've gotten to a point where um, uh, Biden and other people in this administration, Democrats talk about the existential threat to uh, to the world to mankind uh from the environment um, You talk about AOC and other Democrats wondering whether or not people should be able to go and have children or not because of the damage that it does to the environment. And, you know, I guess I'm not shocked that you have some young person who just went through school and is constantly being imbibed with this environmental stuff about how the world's at stake. I mean, AOC talks about 12 years until you know, we hit uh, the point of no return and the world will end, um, that somebody takes some of these types of things seriously, that they really think that we have overpopulation and that something needs to be done about it or the world's going to end. And, uh, but, you know, uh, just for a little bit of context, uh, there's a economist named Malthus, Thomas Malthus in the 1700s, who was predicting overpopulation and Population crashes and things like that, and people have been doing it ever since then, and uh, it's never come true. So, um, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way about the future from here, but apparently there are alarmists out there that are scaring people like this 18-year-old who went on this rampage.
0: But they're willing to ascribe—or uh, the, they're willing to to blame his— um Exposure to talks uh, to uh, Fox News and 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 uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, and he didn't. If he mentioned Fox, it was that he hated him, and he never mentioned Tucker Carlson. But everybody is very willing to um, blame exposure to that kind of stuff as motivation for doing what he did. But they there there's there's never any. uh, there's never a, the, the 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 they're not saying that these people are motivated because they're told that uh, a, like the, a, a black guy drives a, a an SUV into a parade in Wisconsin. Nobody blames Joy Reid for that and says, well, that's because she's been on the air every night saying how terrible white people are and what and how they've destroyed the lives of black people and blah blah blah. There's, it's so blatantly obvious that they never they never blame that, but they're, they just look for any clue that the, the guy has any um, opinions that are on the right side of the spectrum.
4: Well, well I, I don't even know what puts them on the right side of the spectrum. Are we saying that if, if somebody's a racist, they're automatically on the right well, of side course. of the spectrum? Of course, yeah.
0: And that's what they're saying, and- yeah.
4: But you know, uh, we've just had two attacks in New York. You had the subway shooting, mm-hmm. and then we had in New York City, and we have this one in uh, in Buffalo. Both of them were left wingers. The mm-hmm. guy and, and the guy uh, who did the subway shooting was basically a black nationalist uh, who hated whites. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you will search in vain for discussion in any of the mainstream media about that fact. Look. Whether somebody does it out of white racism or black racism or environmentalism or does it for some other reason, it's all equally bad. You know, if you're going to go after people, I mean, you have Chuck Schumer, uh, the top senator in the Senate in terms of control, who wrote Fox News uh, demanding that Fox News take Tucker Carlson off the air because of uh, this Buffalo shooter, even though, as you say, uh, the only thing he mentions about Fox is that he hates Fox, and he doesn't even mention Tucker Carlson in, in it, and yet somehow um, the media plays up that uh, you know attack by Schumer and doesn't even do a fact check on it.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is that even if even if he uh, did write in his manifesto that I'm doing this because of what I heard Tucker Carlson say on Fox last Tuesday yeah. night. That's he's nuts.
4: So it, it, it so what? Right. It doesn't. You don't get. Well, I mean, it's you had these explicit attacks. You had the uh, baseball uh, practice shooter. Yeah, uh, right. who Yeah, literally yelled out things that were related to uh, uh, Bernie Sanders when he was doing the attack and being a big follower of Bernie Sanders. You have. Um, and a know, big fan Dayton, of
0: Rachel Maddow.
4: Right, exactly. You have the Dayton shooter in Ohio who was a, a staunch Democrat. And, and and some of these guys, like the Dayton shooter, the El Paso shooter, or even uh, this Buffalo shooter, talked about how their attacks would lead to calls for more guns. You know, that they... You know, the date and shooter went on and on about how he, he had picked his gun and everything else so as to precisely help lead to more calls for gun control. And, and, of course, you have Biden going to Buffalo to give his talk. And what does he talk about? He talks about, well, this shows that we need to have an assault weapons ban. Well, guess what? New York has an assault weapons ban. The guy got his gun in New York. The gun he got was New York uh, compliant with regard to their rules. What he had done was he took a a drill press and other things and essentially redid the gun uh, to make it so that it could have certain capabilities. My own belief is it really didn't make any difference, but if you read um, uh, his manifesto, he used the gun that he did. And he made the changes in it that he did precisely because he knew it was going to upset people and and, and lead them to, you know, get upset that he had used this rejiggered, uh, you know, gun so that it met their definitions of what assault weapons were. I mean, you and I know, uh, you know, these changes and definitions and rules that they have are arbitrary and stupid, but... You know, he just he wanted to play their game in the sense that he knew what would trigger them, and he wanted to trigger them. And he knew that if he triggered them in certain ways, they'd be more calls for gun control.
0: It's kind of strange because uh, he's very uh, the his his uh, writing was pretty good for an 18 year old kid, and and he he seems like he's really 180
4: smart. 180 pages. Yeah, he's 180 really 180 s- pages.
0: He's he's he has some in- uh, intelligence. He's nuts again, but but he, he's 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 not stupid. Um, um, so how common is so a it? lot
4: of these guys? Go I ahead. Mean, just a comment on the intelligence part. Look, um, so a year ago, uh, when he was 17, uh, his teacher in school asked him, "What are you going to do over the summer?" And his response, as I assume you know, he said, "Well, I'm going to go and find a school and shoot it up and commit suicide." And so the teacher goes and flags him, and he gets evaluated by mental health care experts. And this is something you see very frequently, and that is these guys are not – you'd have to be incredibly stupid to get caught, I think, with the mental health care expert. Mm -hmm. Because he basically went in and said, look, I'm joking. I wasn't really being serious. And and the mental health care experts, uh, unless the person basically goes in there and says – yeah, you know, I really am planning on doing this, uh, they let them go. And, in fact, when you look at mass public shooters over the last 25 years or so, what you find is that um, uh, about 60% of them were actually seeing mental health care experts prior to their attack. And yet in not one single case were they flagged by the mental health care experts as a danger to themselves or others. And in fact, there's a whole academic literature that's sprung up about the difficulty that mental health care experts have in identifying these individuals. And, uh, you know, basically they say, look, uh, mental health care or men- people who are mentally ill on average tend to be uh, less likely to be violent than the general population. They tend to be more likely to be victims of violent crime themselves. And... Uh, you know, so uh, they're reticent uh, to go and do anything about them, you know, you take schizophrenia. You have about 2.5 million people with schizophrenia in the United States in any given year. And you look over the last 25 years, you find one, possibly two people uh, of all the, all the attacks that had schizophrenia. So it's very rare. It's very, you know, it's understandable, the explanations that they give. But here's the bottom line. And that is, I, I hope at some time we realize that it's very difficult to go and screen these individuals beforehand. Uh, you can go and pass all sorts of laws, but the laws usually just disarm the law-abiding citizens rather than stopping these attacks, as this attack in Buffalo just illustrates. And, and, and the problem is, then, um, something that this killer understood, and that is he picked his target – precisely because he didn't think other people there would be able to go and defend themselves. He talks about what people in particular areas will have permanent concealed handguns. His ideal target is to go to a place, he says, he talks about this, where nobody's going to have a concealed handgun. He knew that there was one uniformed guard at that grocery store. He had gone there, he had cased it beforehand, but the thing people have to understand is that if you have a uniform guard there, they have an almost impossible task because they stand out. If, if a killer knows that they're the only person with a gun, what do you think the killer does? Shoots he goes him. after that person first, takes them out, because he knows because he, he can identify who he is because he's in uniform. He knows that once he takes that person out, he's going to have free reign to go after other people that are there. New York has extremely strict, very difficult concealed carry laws that are there, uh, uh, unlike Pennsylvania, for example. And uh,
0: So it would have been you know, illegal for any any person in that supermarket to have had a concealed weapon?
4: Well, in theory, they might have been able to, but but you have to provide what's a good reason to be able to go and get it. They, they give very few permits out. And the types of people who go through the process, who, who pay the $200, likely have to go to court in order to go get it. I mean, you're talking about a fairly sizable amount of money. I mean, in Pennsylvania, the cost of getting a concealed carry permit is $20. Assuming that you go through and everything goes through perfectly, you're talking about – or so minimum in in New York. And that's assuming you can give a good reason. And basically what happens is the people that they accept as having given good reasons are basically more well-to-do whites. They don't give it to blacks, which is where, even though it's a Democrat-controlled area... uh, I'll give you one example. I have the list of all the concealed carry permit holders in los angeles county Mm -hmm. okay it's another may issue place just like new york and there's a little bit over 300 concealed carry permit holders out of an adult population of eight million people wow and when you look at the numbers what you find is only seven percent of the permit holders are women only five percent are black only six percent are hispanic and you know about 12% of Los Angeles County's population is black, about 54% of Los Angeles County is Hispanic. Obviously, over half the population is is female. Is it just that blacks don't have crimes committed against them in Los Angeles County or that women aren't being stalked or threatened? No. You know, you look nationwide, about 30% of permit holders are women, about 12% of permit holders are black. It's just that when they go in there and they say, I want to have a concealed carry permit to protect myself and my family. I live in a dangerous area, that's not a good reason. You they you have to have specific threats and uh and the same type of thing happens in New York. Now I don't have in Buffalo I don't have a complete list of all the permit holders that are there, but from everything I can tell it's a very similar process that goes on and Often when you're denied, you're going to have to spend thousands of dollars on a lawyer to go and uh, appeal the case. This guy picked a a low-income, heavily minority area, okay, and anybody who reads his manifesto, it's going to be clear to them that these were the types of things that were up topmost in his mind to find a place, you know, a state like New York, uh, an area like this, which is low income, where he, where people there just wouldn't have a permit. And they're likely the only person with the gun would have been the uniformed guard.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I'm out of time, John, but uh, you are also the author of a book called uh, Gun Control Myths, How Politicians, the Media, and Botched Studies Have Twisted the Facts on Gun Control. You just uh, did a pretty good job of running down a bunch of twisted uh, facts and stupid studies, Uh, in the last couple of minutes here. I appreciate you coming on, as always, and I'm sure we will be talking to you again.
4: Well, thanks. Uh, People can find more at our website at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org.
0: Thank you. Thank you, John.
3: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is hailing Finland and Sweden's move to become members of NATO. After hosting Finland's president and Sweden's prime minister for Oval Office talks, the president declared the two countries will make NATO stronger. Today, I'm proud to assure them that they have the full, total, complete backing of the United States of America. He hailed their applications to join NATO as momentous. Finland and Sweden are seeking to join the alliance in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Greg Clugston, the White House. A closely divided house has approved legislation to crack down on alleged price gouging by oil companies as prices at the pump continue to soar. The bill directs the Federal Trade Commission to punish companies that engage in price gouging. Stocks mix, the Dow is down 38 points, but the Nasdaq ahead 91. This is SRN News.
2: I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out? For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years, leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage.
5: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25, Neville Park, Road, Melville, New York, licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist, Consumer Access, Federal, or Corporate Animalist, Number 1330, Equal Housing Lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Mm-hmm.
3: AM 1250. The answer. Hugh Hewitt. The Hugh Hewitt Show.
1: Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. We'll keep you updated on the Pennsylvania Senate race. It's a day-by-day change as Dave McCormick closes the gaps as he moved ahead of Dr. Oz, as experts predict. We'll find out. Plus, Michael Shear of the New York Times on the brand new press secretary at the White House. And more on the next Hugh Hewitt Show.
3: Hugh Hewitt. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The answer.
2: Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time i don't eat enough fruits and vegetables i know i don't i mean i try but how much can you really shove in your face during the day so the best solution for me is balance of nature which i really feel better with it so i mean
4: ever since i got the first bottle of it i take my three of each you know every day I have a lot more energy than I had in a long time because of the balance of nature. I feel a lot more peppy and I have a little more endurance. You know, I feel a lot better. I do.
2: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's com to get started.
3: AM 1250 and FM92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer Mobile app, smart speakers, tune-in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic, we've got the answer.
2: Jam-up continues. Parkway West outbound starting around Carnegie up to 79. We've got that accident still clogging things up. Only the right lane getting by between Campbell's Run Road and Ridge Road. Other highways around the area also looking clogged up. 60 Steubenville Pike. That's a big backup between Baldwin Road and Parkway West. Parkway East still busy outbound. Glenwood up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
3: AM 1250, The Answer weather partly cloudy and mild tonight a thunderstorm towards dawn we'll see a nighttime low of 63 a morning thunderstorm tomorrow in spots otherwise periods of sun near record-breaking high temperatures it'll be humid becoming breezy in the afternoon with a high of 88 saturday temperatures will near the record of 92 it'll be humid with clouds and sun caution is advised if you're doing any strenuous outdoor activities the high 90 with your AccuWeather weather forecast i'm drew shannon this is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
0: Now, I wanted to run something by you again today. I I, I played it for you yesterday. This uh, woman, her name is Amy, spelled A-I-M-E-E, Arambide, uh, A-R-R-A-M-B-I-D-E. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but she belongs to a group called Avow Texas, which is a, a very much a... Uh, pro-abortion um, organization in Texas, and they do whatever they can to kill as many babes, babies as possible. That's their their goal. Um, so um, we played the uh, soundbite from her yesterday when she was asked by uh, somebody—oh, yeah, let's play—do uh, you have that right now? Here, rather than me explain it, this is—I think this is um, a congressman named Bishop— from yesterday, asking this woman, having a conversation with this woman. Just listen. Um, What do you say a woman is?
1: I believe that everyone can identify for themselves.
3: Okay. Um, do, Do you believe, then, that men can become pregnant and have
5: abortions? Yes. Yes.
0: And that, I told you yesterday... You can't really appreciate this creep unless you see her, because the smug look on her face, especially when she says yes with a twinkle in her eye, like she knows it's going to make the guy want to fall on the floor. And as I said yesterday, what should happen in a sane world is when she is asked if a man can have get pregnant, become pregnant and then need an abortion, when she says yes, there should be. It should sound like the laugh track from a sitcom. There should be uproarious laughter in the in the background and people falling out of their chairs. Nobody bats an eye, including the the guy who asked the question. Uh, and so, today I came across another little um, question that was asked this time by a representative Mike Johnson uh, asking the same idiot. Listen. So, so abortion should be allowed then, by your definition, for. Any reason for any purpose at any stage, right?
1: I trust people to make decisions about their body, and then, when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical p- practitioners
0: okay and not is, if conquest. it is listen, let me just ask you this question: If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10 year old child I assume you agree with that, right that would be wrong, correct
1: I believe that okay believe that is and wrong. a
0: two year old child, same thing that would be murder. we would all agree that's wrong. then what is the principal distinction? between the human being that is two years old or nine months old or one week old or an hour old than one that is eight inches further up the birth canal in the utero? What, what's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases?
1: I trust people to determine what
0: to do with their own bodies. Wow. Full stop. Full stop. Do you see how long it took her to answer that question? She couldn't answer it. She couldn't answer it and it's because they know they know what it is and they can't they can't say it but yet they can sit in front of the house uh someone at the house of representatives the united states house of representatives and um say that a man can get pregnant and would need an abortion with a straight face um it's it's sick but uh, that's where we are and um that's not going to change and that woman is uh, she's just – a. she's totally possessed. She's There's something wrong with her. She ha, There has to be for her, for her to just say what she said. What you just heard her say. It's, it's sick. But she's not alone, obviously. There are other people who were there uh, at the hearing uh, saying the same kinds of things, Democrat witnesses. That's a Democrat there. You can bet on that. So something along the same uh, lines I came across today – this is a big story – Uh, The headline is Historic Equal Pay Deal for U.S. Men and Women Footballers. That's soccer, in case you didn't know. Um, And uh, men can get pregnant. Women can play soccer. You know, they didn't play soccer until, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago when they started, you know, women started playing sports to the level that they do do now. But um, so this historic deal, the women have been – I hate to use the word whining, but that's exactly what they've been doing, whining about not making the same amount of money that the men make, uh, because the men's team is not very good on the world uh, stage. I, I hate soccer, so I, I wish that they would outlaw it and throw people in prison for teaching kids soccer, but that's, that's just me. That might be a little strong, uh, but... Um, but they do have soccer, and it's a communist sport or a socialist sport, and it's uh, getting more popular, which is kind of sad. But anyway, uh, women play it, and this the women's team has won a couple of World Cups, and they don't get the kind of money that the men get. I, I don't think the men have finished higher than 16th, which, by the way, I'm happy about because it means men's soccer hasn't uh, reached a level yet where it's going to make me totally sick. Uh, they stink, so that's good. But— um, but anyway uh, this is what uh this is this is the story and it, here's a quote from uh cindy parlow i'm sorry cindy parlow Cohn. she's the u s soccer president she said this is truly his, this is a truly historic moment these agreements have the changed the game forever here in the United States and have the potential to change the game around the world unquote now the u s soccer uh will distribute millions of dollars more uh as a result of this to its top players uh, with increased match pay and the sharing of revenues from ticket sales as well as sponsorship and broadcast deals uh, equalizing world Cup pay had been a major stumbling block given the huge discrepancy in FIFA's payouts for the men and women's events FIFA is FIFA I forget what it stands for as I said I less I hear about soccer the better for me but uh, what I do know is it's a pretty corrupt organization. Um, and so anyway, th- th- there's, there's been a huge discrepancy in men and women's pay. So FIFA awarded France $38 million for winning the 2018 Men's World Cup. That's the team. I guess the players split the $38 million. That's a pretty good payday. But only $4 million to the United States for the 2019 Women's World Cup. Uh, and then the U.S. men... Got nine million dollars in prize money at the last World Cup they played in. They didn't even make the the World Cup in uh, twenty eighteen. They, uh, they they the last one they played in was twenty fourteen. They they reached the last sixteen. They got nine million dollars. Okay, uh, but the women um, didn't. They 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 won, uh, and uh, that's what uh, has the has the uh, the women upset had the women upset they didn't seem to grasp this concept this is the concept that the women who were doing the whining uh and it is whining because it's about being grown up and understanding that it's a sport and it's not it, it the the fact that you did uh better on the field than the other team did doesn't necessarily automatically mean that you get more money it's about how much Money is involved in the production, and who's 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 um, who's paying you, and where that money is coming from. So, in 2019, the Women's World Cup had a record high of 1.12 billion viewers around the world. That's a pretty good number, right? Except that the Men's World Cup had 3.572 billion worldwide, and they earned six billion dollars in profits. Again, that's discouraging to me. That they can watch soccer around the world. I don't care. I just don't like it here in the United States. But um, so, the 2010 Men's World Cup earned four billion dollars in revenue. Draw four billion dollars in revenue, and the Women's World Cup that same year, seventy-three million. So, do the math. I, I'm I'm not that good in math, but I think it's about fifty times more that the men earn. That the men the revenue produced by the men was is 50 times 70 million. Would that be 3.5 billion? I think so. It's it's more like 60 times more money was was uh, revenue was generated by the men's team, and the women want the same amount of money that the men make, and they don't think it's ridiculous to be asking for it, and it, and it's all about they're they're they are exploiting the idea of equal treatment for men and women in all things and refusing to accept the fact that all things aren't equal and this this is sports and so uh women players are end up are going to get b- greater rewards for bringing far less income into the league than men do they're going to get more money for producing uh, uh, less less uh, revenue <laughs> It's soccer, okay? This, this women's team that won the World Cup, but they were preparing for the World World Cup. They got beat by a ninth grade team, okay? It's it's a great story. Uh, I'm I'm happy that the the women get to play. I wish it was. I wish soccer was just all women, but it, it isn't. But the women play, and that's fine. Um, and it's great, but nobody cares. Nobody wants to watch it. I, when I say nobody, I mean in comparison to men. $73 million as a, uh, compared to $4 billion in revenue. And they want to be paid the same. And guess what? They're going to be paid the same. And then there's another story uh, along the same lines. Okay? Well, it's not. It's, it's actually ridiculous, but in a different way. But it still involves women's sports. Okay? There's a female skateboarder named Taylor Silverman. She competed in the Red Bull Cornerstone event, and she finished second. But she lost to a uh, a man who calls himself Lillian Gallagher. So you know where I'm going with this. He's, a trans, he's transgender. And, of course, if you're a woman and you get beat by a man in competition, you're supposed to shut up about it and just accept it and think it's wonderful that this person, this narcissistic person like Leah Thomas – who did uh, who, who uh, competed in the uh, NCAA swimming championships, you're supposed to, everybody's supposed to um, make sure that his feelings aren't hurt. When he says he's a woman, everybody has to agree to it or you're a bad person. Well, she says, I'm done being silent. Please share. Second slide is the email I sent Red Bull that was completely ignored. Here's the email it says, sent to Red Bull, the sponsor of this thing. Hi, Eric. Uh, I hope all is well with you. I am reaching out in hopes of being directed to the right person to express my concerns about what occurred at the Red Bull Cornerstone contest with the transgender competitor in the women's division. Perhaps that is you. If not, hopefully you can put me in contact with the correct person. A biological man with a clear advantage won the women's division. Best trick—I don't know what that is, but it's pretty self-explanatory, I guess— and also won multiple qualifiers. This took away the opportunity that was meant for women to place and earn money. What happened was unfair at the time, uh, and at the time I was too uncomfort- un- uncomfortable to speak up. I understand that in today's society even some women think this is acceptable, But I but I believe in doing the right thing, even if it's not the popular thing. I now realize it's really important for me to... Speak up, and I'd like to schedule a time to talk. She goes on to point out how much money it cost her, how much money it cost uh, other people. She says here, the trans competitor who won took $1,000 in qualifiers, 3000 in finals, and $1,000 in best trick. This totaled to $5,000 of the prize money meant for the female athletes. I took 1000 in qualifiers and 1750 for second place so twenty seven fifty in total, the girl who took third received seven fifty. The girl who deserved one thousand for best trick took nothing along with whoever would have placed third. so this man comes in and completely blows up the competition, and everybody's supposed to f- slobber all over him and tell him how courageous and wonderful he is for uh, d- uh discovering who he really is and living his life honestly, and all the other BS that goes with the trans movement, and this woman who works hard at what she does, she gets stuck with the, well, she she lost out on about $2,000, which, you know, if you're a professional skateboarder, you're not out there making millions, that's a payday. So the stupidity continues in sports, and the Democrats love it. It's not going to change as long as they're in power. I'll be right back.
1: finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in 8 years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck.
3: Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A+ plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over 1 billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax,
1: they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable and I trust them.
3: Louie has a lot to be thankful for.
1: I don't owe the IRS more, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a better life. It was because of Optima Tax.
3: For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie.
1: If you own an IRS, don't go it alone. Give Optima Tax a call.
3: They can help you. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit
0: OptimaTaxRelief.com. We're going
1: happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference.
2: More than the bridesmaid and never the bride? Author and matchmaker Jackie Dorman will help you discover the love you deserve with her bride bootcamp at lovestories.com. Being single has its own set of unique challenges, but you don't have to face them alone. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. When you join my 30-day bride bootcamp at lovestories.com, you will get video teachings plus access to a vibrant community of women just like you ready to become brides. Discover the 30-day bride bootcamp courses, coaching, and community at lovestories.com.
3: The John Steigerwall Walsh AM 1250, The Answer.
0: Now, some of the best stuff on the internet over the last uh, few years has been things that have happened at school board meetings. And I wanted to play something for you. I played this before when it happened, but this is a guy named Brian Echevarra, and it kind of speaks for itself uh, at a school board meeting in his hometown in North Carolina. Listen.
5: Good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for your service. Obviously, you guys give of yourselves to, to do what you're doing. The community, I think we recognize that now that the political juice has been sucked out of the mask distraction, that we have to move forward. And one of the things I wanted to thank you for tonight was the resolution, the non-discrimination resolution, the CRT deal, because it's, it's happening. And as a parent, I speak to other parents. There's a few things that we don't want. I'm biracial, I'm bilingual, I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan color kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board because CRT, all of that. The parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one, if if you believe in CRT, I wanna tell you you're a liar because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not gonna do that. The parents in the United States of America, right here in North Carolina and Cabarrus County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody. And the racism is only happening at the government level and on the media. The fact is, you have racists, and there's like, you can't even find them hardly. You just hear the stories about them. But this this is what we're dealing with. The parents are taking the wheel. I have an 8-year-old daughter who is absolutely dynamic, who can do anything, athletically, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally. She is a dynamo. And I don't want a man swimming against her in the pool. The fact is, I don't want her playing against boys in soccer. I don't even let my sons rough her up. Do you think I'm going to let your son rough her up?
0: Guy's a superstar. His name is Brian Echevar, but here's the best part. He ran for the Republican nomination in his uh, home area there in his district in North Carolina, and he won the nomination for the Republican Party for the, uh, for the State House in North Carolina, which is exactly what needs to happen. You got to have guys like him, first of all, speak up the way he did at the school board meeting, and then he decided, you know what, I'm going to take, uh, I am going to take the wheels. He said in his little speech there. He ran for office, and he's halfway there. He won the Republican nomination. Good for Brian Echevarra. See you tomorrow.
4: The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.